I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh, happy 2022. It is the new year. Yay. It's new year. Oh, gosh. Well, this is the show that gives you a positive escape from all the crap around you. And, you know, since we had some time off, we've been catching up on some of the great shows and movies that have just come out. Matrix Resurrections, Cobra Kai, Book of Boba Fett. So much to share. We've got some encouragement for you as well to start the new year off right. At this time, the male may whisper to the female, A, I love you. B, I need you. Or C, I want you. B. The female may respond by repeating, I want you now. I want you now. I want you now. I want you now. Recuerdos a todos. Recuerdos a todos. Recuerdos a todos. Recuerdos a todos. Let's rock it! Welcome back to The Real Brian Show. It's time to flush that format, end our week right. Thank you for joining us. Hey, uh, Captain Influence. B. (laughs) Recuerdos a todos? (laughs) Where'd you get that? Dude, that is just one of the greatest ridiculous clips of all time. I love it. I just love where he's like, you know, A, I want you or C, whatever. B. I just love how random that was. It was awesome. Well, I'm not even going to tell you where that came from. You got to figure that one out. <laughs> That's a challenge. Figure right. out where that Homework. came from. Yeah, that was good. Oh, Homework. my gosh. I love trying to find these random quotes and you just go, what the? Where does he find these things? Some of you are going to be like, dude, that was the fill in the blank. What was it? Hmm. Let us know. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year, dude. It's is, good to be back. Yeah, I know. It's been, I think this is the third week now. It's been yeah. two weeks since we, well, we did. I did an episode last week, but. Right. It's been a couple weeks since we've had one. We were going to do one on Christmas Eve and we kind of decided, well, first of all, I took two weeks off on purpose and I kind of decided, you know what? I think I need a break. Uh, let's just not do one. I needed to keep the brain shut off. You know, I didn't even, you know, the thing is like, I would have, I would have recorded an episode. I would have recorded 10 episodes during the break, <laughs> but it's the editing right. and all the back end stuff that I absolutely like. I really hate doing it. And so I was yeah. like, I don't want to do that. So if I could find a way to get that farmed out somehow, you know, because I really don't enjoy it, then I would probably do like an episode a day. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I would love it. It's part of who I am, man. Anyway, it's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back. Well, thanks for joining us. We're back on video. We're back on audio. We're back all over the place. I don't even know. You know what's funny about we're back back. last week's episode. I thought I'm just going to get on really quick and I'm just going to say, hey, no episode this week. Just a couple things and uh, happy new year. So I thought there's no reason for video. 30 minutes later, I was like, should have done a video. Damn. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. That was a good episode, by the way. I, totally, totally from left field. I didn't see it coming, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> that, I had fun listening that's to what's it. so funny is like I, I started, I hit record. This happens. I hit record and I just started talking and I went, wow, uh, didn't expect to talk about that. Yeah. It, it worked. And that's where the idea of TRB gets real. Some of those segments I've been talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the idea is like turn on the, the camera and the microphone and just see what happens. 
First of all, we're wearing our uh, our shirts because Cobra Kai is out. I got my Cobra Kai shirt on. Woo! You've got your Eagle, Eagle Fang, Fang karate. karate. Yeah. I love it. I've been waiting to do this because, you know, when you told me you got that shirt, we've never been able to coordinate this on video oh. yet. And so this is exciting. The only thing we're missing is a Miyagi-Do karate shirt. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's kind of a lame shirt. You know, yeah. Eagle Fang is so awesome. Cobra Kai, is, Cobra awesome. Kai is so badass, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Speaking of that, I hear you're drinking something pretty amazing. Yeah, dude, I'm drinking, yeah. get this, I'm drinking uh, Boba Fett's beer. Really? It's the, it's the beer for the badass bounty hunter. No way. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, he orders this stuff by the case, I, I'm, I'm told. Yeah. All the bounty hunters uh, in the galaxy drink this beer, and I've been, uh, somebody told me about it and got some, and yeah, it's great. There you go. We're going to talk about Book of Boba Fett today, because you know what's funny is on December 17th, whenever our last episode was, we're talking about, yeah, you know, Matrix yeah. is coming out, Cobra Kai is coming out. Didn't even mention the book of Boba right. Fett. And I kind of <laughs> thought, I kind of forgot. I kind of, yeah. well, I didn't even know when it was coming out. And then all of a sudden it was here. So wow. Shame on yeah. me for that. I'm drinking oh, wow. star Wars tea, star Wars tea. Check star this Wars out. Tea. So first of all, I don't know if you can see that. If you're uh, watching, you've got, yeah. um, you've got a Sokotano right there. Little baby Yoda Grogu right there. Oh, God. really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, throw a baby Yoda but look, there's your, the Mandalorian. Oh, Come on. So this is interesting. <laughs> Dude, it's Star Wars Let's just tea. Skip this segment. Let's just move. What on. I love about this, though, is you keep the tins and you can use them, you know, as collectibles. But, dude, Ahsoka Tano. Okay, she's still one of my favorite Star Wars characters. <laughs> Very cool. This is a uh, Mindful Quest green tea, is what it's called. So it's got green tea, peppermint, and spearmint, which that totally fits Ahsoka Tano. Today, though, I am drinking the the child green tea, the baby Yoda green tea. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I have because I haven't tried this one yet. The the Ahsoka Tano tea is really, really good. This one, though, is green tea, honey flavor, linden blossoms, Eleuthero, and Panax ginseng. Let's see what it tastes like. I haven't had it yet. Hold on. Does the ginseng make you panic? Mm. Oh, that's nice, no. man. That's, that's good. I'm still using my Christmas mugs. Why not? You know, got my red and green behind me. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's very mild. The green tea is, is smooth. The yeah, that's really really good, man. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, ginseng and Yolurthro is supposed to calm you, right? Isn't that? Well, you, um, Baby Odo is pretty calm, so I guess that makes sense. I guess so. You know, be one with the force. Yeah. I just right. want to say thank you for joining us, though. Again, you know, 2022, we're ready to kick this year off, right? I got to tell you, <laughs> this year has not started well for me, man. It's been uh, it, wow. I, I it's just like, hey, we're how many days in, and it's just been like, bam, bam. Bam, let's just kick Brian and hit him while he's down. Let's do it again. Now he's in the mud. Let's kick him again. Let's beat him while he's down. I mean, that's, I'm not kidding. That's what's been going on this week. It's just like, wow. So things got even tougher on the entrepreneurial front than from last week. But here's the good news, Captain. Here's the good news. I get to pour a lot more time into the show and all of the new episodes we're talking about doing spoiler review episodes. TRB gets real interviews are coming back. I mean, all this stuff. So once again, once again, I am, please, I, I'm like, on, I'm not on my knees because I'm sitting in a chair, but I wish I was on my knees right now. Please consider helping out with the show. Patreon, patreon.com slash real Brian show and Amazon. Um, if you know, if you're, if you ever shop on Amazon, just use the affiliate link. It's all on the website, real And it'll be in the, the links below on the YouTube channel as well. But please consider seriously, like we, we got to keep the show going. We got to keep the show moving. Now that things have gotten tougher for me, I won't be able to fund this on my own anymore. 
So please help. I really, really, really would appreciate if you can do that. So there we go. But I'm excited to move forward. I'm excited. I have more time for the show because honestly, this is what I love doing. This is what I really yes. would like to do full time if I can. Well, I'm impressed. You're, you're really chipper right now in spite of all the beatdowns this week. Uh, is that just a, a show must go on type of attitude or when you're done with and, and like when you're done with the show, do you just like fall onto your bed and cry <laughs> for hours or I mean, what, what's what's going on behind the scenes? Sucking my thumb fetal position, you know, no, uh, I don't know, dude, call it. I, I don't know. That's a good question because there are moments where, you know, if I'm with somebody, I'm pretty chipper and I can say well, I'm going to get through this because it's me. I'm Brian. I know how to get through this stuff, you know, and you are going to get through it. And I yeah. do. And I bounce back and I'm, I'm determined and I don't give up. Um, and there are times, I'm not going to lie. There are times where I'm, I'm like really down on myself. Usually it's when I'm alone, you know, and I'm just like, Oh, I suck. You know, I don't have anything to offer the world. You know, I think that's the creative personality. We have a lot of, um, we have a lot of swings, emotional swings, you know, where it's like, I got this, I've, I'm going to move forward. And then on the other side, you're just like, you know, cause you pour so much of yourself into something. Like when I work with my clients, I'm not just like punch the clock, pay me my check. You know, I don't do that. You know, I pour myself into their show. I, I I invest into their success to the best of my ability. And you know, when they're succeeding, I'm celebrating. And when they're not, I'm, you know, I'm sad with them. So, you know, when I, when I'm, when I lose clients and again, a lot of this stuff happens because it's just the way business goes, you know, but you know, it hits me hard. And, and uh, one of our listeners, uh, Chris, which by the way, thanks for listening to Chris. He's always told me, you know, Brian, you care way too much, which I suppose is a good thing, but he's, he's been saying, you know, you need to learn how to care less and not like don't care about people, but just right. not care as much about how things affect me. And I know that, and I've been working towards that and it's really hard, but it's still hard, you know? And yeah. So chipper attitude, dude, it's me. It's what I do. I'm excited to be back on the show. So like, this is exciting and it's a happy moment for me right now. Um, I'm also really excited that I have more time to put into the show where I haven't in the past few years. Um, Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm completely out of reality right now, but I actually believe that I'm going to be able to take this show to a finally successful level that I've been trying for, for years this year well, good, and it's going to do well, something and it's going to allow me to do it full time. I believe that interestingly, there's another guy that I follow actually. And uh, I've, I've done a little bit of, I've, I've watched a lot of his videos. You know, I've learned a lot from him about starting on YouTube. That's actually why we have video, you know, is one of the reasons, but his story goes when he first really got serious about YouTube, he lost all of his clients right at the same time. It was the weirdest thing he said. It, it like, there's no reason that they all should have left right at the exact same time, but they did. And so he said, I'm just going to pour myself into my YouTube channel and see what happens. Fast forward a few years and you know, he's got almost 2 million followers and wow. or, well, 2 million subscribers. Um, and right. I know his business is a multi-million dollar business down. Now granted he's in mostly teaching and other things like that educational side, which I'm not going to be doing. So my journey is going to be a little bit harder, but still it's like, you know, interesting. He lost all of his clients. I've had some entrepreneurial toughness. Hmm. Maybe there's a little bit of a, of a similarity yeah, here that I can go with. So we're going to go for that. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. All right, dude. Would you like to hear a cool story though? I'm always up for cool stories too. So yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 This is very exciting. I wanted to, this is, this is fun. Um, you and I were gaming. We were, we were honking as we call it. You know, when you game, you honk, we were honking yep. some world of Warcraft as we say here on the real Brian show. Yeah. yeah, we were honking some wow. That's what it is, man. 
you said something, this was right before Christmas and you said, Oh, you know, my, my dad used to have these, these really cool insurance company Christmas parties. Yeah. When I was a kid, we'd have every Christmas we go to his, his company and yeah. they'd have a, they'd have this Christmas party every year for all the kids of the employees. It was really fun. They had a Santa Claus. Nice. It was great. That's cool. Well, and I thought my dad had a couple of insurance Christmas parties and there was one that I really remember. I thought, wait, there was this girl that was with us that my parents were talking about adopting. You know, my parents, I, I'm an only child. My parents tried for right. more. It didn't work out. They, they, and then they attempted to adopt this, this girl, you know, they went through the whole process of everything of getting to be, you know, whatever they called it, the, the legal adoption, blah, 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 and all that. I remember that that was the year that I almost had a sister. And it was so funny because as you're talking about that, that Christmas party, it brought up that memory. And then you and I were talking about, you know, well, Hey, you, you were asking me like, well, what happened and why didn't it work out? And, you know, and then I said, you know, I think about her. I've been thinking about her many times over the years, kind of wondering what happened to her. Where'd she go? And then you were kind of like, well, I wonder what happened to her. You should look it up. Yeah, I should. <laughs> I'm going to go look her up and see if I can find her. And it was crazy. It was- I, like I did. I was like, oh, I'm going to go look real quick up. Not, not, and, and I actually like amazingly, amazingly, I found her. And pretty quickly, actually, nice. that was kind of crazy. So I was like, oh, I'm going to reach out. Let's do this. And so I reached out to her and I was just like, are you the, you know, are you the, the girl? Anyway. I'm not going to mention names here. I try to keep things, you know, relatively private for everyone. But anyway, and and she was just like, is this you? And she posts a picture on Facebook (laughs) messenger and it's the two of us. And I was like, I remember that. Like that was at her grandmother's place, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's totally me. And I remember that night and she's like, no way, you know? And so we got into this interesting conversation, you know, over Facebook messenger, we've talked, you know, she actually very sadly, you know, said that she didn't remember much about that time. So I was kind of like, well, I'll try to fill you in the best I can, you know, anyway. So we just went back and forth, sharing some stories, kind of catching each other up and stuff. But it was definitely her. Turns out she lives in Wyoming. We're here in Colorado. We're like, hey, we're not that far apart. We can get together kind of thing. So anyway, through these conversations, you know, fast forward now to New Year's Day. And we're like, let's have a Zoom call. Um, And with my parents, too, because, you know, my parents were like, oh, my gosh, like, I'd love to, you know, connect with her and see what she's up to. So all of us, all of us got together. We got on a Zoom call with, with her and her husband and stuff. And my gosh, it was like, it was almost three hours, totally caught up on wow. kind of like what happened. And, you know, thankfully she got eventually to get adopted by a really, really cool family from what she said, you know, obviously things went well, but you know, my parents were kind of like, man, I wish that worked out, but it just, things didn't happen. There were some legal issues that just weren't, you know, the T's weren't dotted and the I's weren't crossed. <laughs> or flip that. Yeah. <laughs> I always love that. Like I got to cross my I's and dot my T's, you know? So I always said like that was the year I almost had a sister, but you know, here we've, we've connected on new year's day and we are meeting with her in person tonight. Oh, nice. That's sweet. It's uh, gonna be where are you so guys cool. going to meet uh, in between? Or are you going up there? No, no, she's, she's actually going to be down here anyway. And, and so okay. it was kind of like, cool, let's, uh, let's meet for dinner. Let's figure something out here. And I'm just excited. It's kind of like, wow, what a, what an amazing, now I wanted to share one more thing. When I reached out to her, she said a little later on that she was like literally had just been going through some old pictures a couple of days prior to me reaching out out of the blue, by the way, and found that wow. picture and said, I don't remember this. What is this? This is a missing part of my life. And that's then here so I am like two days later, I reach out to her and it was just like, whoa. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <sighs> always, that always fascinates me when just, coincidences like that it, happen. But it can't some, be. Some like, of you listening, you're like, that's not coincidence. I was going to well, say it can't be coincidence. Like that's just, it, let's man. just call it a coincidence. Uh, <sighs> the stars aligned, the planets, you know. Bill and but Ted. It, it does seem providential. It's kind of neat. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I just wanted to share. That's a really neat story. If you have not listened to last week's episode, which was on the actual audio podcast, make sure to listen to it. 
because I talked about a bunch of stuff. And it, like I said, it just kind of turned into a bunch of things. Obviously, we shared a lot. We shared some stories, heartbreaks, saddened by what's going on in our culture and society and stuff like that, how it's destroying friendships and family ties and that kind of thing. And I was realizing that as I'm talking through all of this, I'm realizing that we really need to put all of this stuff in perspective right now. Yeah. And I need to do this too, because we easily catastrophize things. We easily, you know, make that, oh my gosh, this is the absolute worst thing that's ever happened. I've mentioned before, there's a comedian named uh, Tim Hawkins. He had this hilarious routine. Um, I mean, about a sad story, but if you remember, this is, this has been a few years ago, but the, yeah, so it was, it was 33 miners, Chilean miners and the 33 got rescued, but they had been trapped in an underground mine for two months. I mean, pretty horrific right. stuff, you know, and this is, there's a movie on it, by I the way. I can't even imagine. Oh That's, I can't even imagine. That's crazy. Tim Hawkins used to joke about how his daughter would go to the mall. He'd drop her off at the mall and stuff like that. And, dropped her off late and the friends were waiting for her or something like that. And she was complaining about, Oh my God, you remember they, they weren't there. And like, that's totally the worst. And so he was like, he's like, can you imagine those Chilean miners in the mine? Like, <laughs> you know, we are down in the mine right now. We are trapped with no food, no air, no water. This is bad. But you know, when you're at the mall with your friends and you're 20 minutes late, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're a 13 year old girl no no he was saying for himself like who cares if we're trapped in a mine being 15 minutes late to the mall is the worst but right. oh my gosh it's it's all about perspective and that's that's something that i absolutely loved i'm really trying to do that this year and then all of a sudden i went dude 2022 needs to be the year of the healthy perspective hey, so i like it i'm doing this why not you know Join me if you'd like. I know Ben Tastic was all excited. He's like, let's do this, man. This is cool. So if you'd like to join us in making 2022 the year of the healthy perspective in everything that we do, whether it is socially, politically, personally, anything, bad things happen. They're all going to happen. That's always going to, there's nothing we can do about that. Circumstances happen. You know, they happen around us. They happen to us. What we can do, and this is very hard, but we can choose to have a healthy perspective on how to, how to basically respond to them. And hopefully we can respond in a nice way and not catastrophize. Hopefully we can treat things as a, Hey, you know what? This is bad, but it could be a lot worse really, you know? And so let's try to find some joys in this. So important. Yeah. As I've gone on about perspective over the years in this show and, and it's so important to, to realize that what you're going through I mean, I, I tell myself multiple times a week, uh, if I, if I'm down on something, I'll, I'll remind myself dude, I live in paradise compared to most people on this planet. What am I complaining about? Yeah. And I know that not everyone listening lives, uh, you know, lives in, a, in as fun a situation as I do, uh, whatever those situations may be. But you still, you've got to remind yourself over and over when you can that things are not as bad as they feel at the moment. They just aren't. Yeah. yeah. There are some very serious issues. There are some very serious things going on in the world around us right now that we, we should be concerned about and, you know, taking action on to the best of our ability. But then there's a lot of things where I go, how come we're not picking our battles a little bit wiser? Is this really a battle worth fighting right now? Is it needed? Right. You know? Uh, and that's, that's the big, and I don't know. I'm like, I don't have the answer to that. That's an answer that I think each person has to answer themselves, but yes. it really is a challenge to say, is this a battle worth fighting? Put this into perspective. Is it really as bad as you think it is? Are you catastrophizing now and in the future, et cetera, et cetera? 
catastrophizing is the word of the week, by the way. I love that. And you know what's so funny is I am notorious for catastrophizing things and then it's never as bad as I made it in my mind with the exception. At least least you acknowledge that. Of one thing this week when I said, hey, get kicked while I'm down. I catastrophized something in my mind and it actually turned out worse. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and I imagined some pretty bad stuff and it was worse than that. And I was like, wow, that's an all time low for me. What does catastrophe, by the way, for some reason, like, what does catastrophizing even mean? Oh, it's, it's, it, it, the, the word kind of lends itself to its own definition, doesn't it? I mean, you're, yeah, but you're, I don't know if everybody really uses it. It means you're making a catastrophe out of a situation. Yep. In your mind, in your head. Yep. Yeah. And it may or may not be as bad as you think it will be. So, you know, you have a conversation with somebody and then you go home and you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. You start making up all these things in your mind. Like this guy, this is what this person's thinking and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you've gone from point A to point Z where the person pull out a gun and shot you because they hate you so much. Maybe not. It's a very teenage (laughs) thing to do, by the way. That's a very human thing to do. I'm serious, dude. I know people that do it into their adulthoods, well into their adulthood. Of course. My question is, what does catastrophizing do in any way for you beneficially at all? Does, Does it benefit you? Does it encourage you does it help you does it make you healthier and happier no it can't there's no there's no there's way no does. argument towards that yeah it's yeah. it's it's just one of those it's one of those self-flagellating things that we all do sometimes yeah and when you think about it when you step back from yourself and think about it and look at the forest for the trees you you wonder why you're why are you punishing yourself like this yeah that happens to me all the time I, I know. And like I said, we all do it. And then, then you got to wonder too, okay, well, what's the worst that could happen? Okay, well that, and then deal with it when it comes, if it comes, you know, and go from mm-hmm. there, but just worrying about it isn't going to, isn't going to help. So there you go. Right. So 2022 is the year of the healthy perspective. That's what I'm doing. I'd love for you to join me. Let me know what your thoughts are and uh, oh, I hope, hope, hope it's encouraging. All right. It's time yeah. for an origin, an origin. An origin. It's been about three weeks now. Yeah. Well, so this origin is a little dated. Um, we were going to do it for Christmas Eve um, and uh, didn't have a show. Then we didn't have a show the next week. So if this is still a Christmas origin. So bear with me, but I want to do it anyway because it's interesting. It's not very long. So what's with the red and green at Christmas? I have actually always wondered that. And some, some of you know this already. I, I've actually, uh, when I was researching it, I, re- I realized, oh, yeah, I kind of, I, I, I'd read this before, but I'd forgotten. So this is, this is from parade.com. Uh, before they were associated with Christmas, red and green were associated with a Celtic and Roman winter celebration, Saturnalia again, which we've gone over before, mm-hmm. uh, which revered holly for its evergreen and red properties, even in the bleak cold months. This planted the seed in Western culture to associate this color combination with Christmas time. But American capitalism actually played a role as well, as it turns out. According to an article in NPR, uh, in Victorian era, Chris, uh, Christmas had a much wider and varied color palette, which featured combinations of red and green, red and blue, blue and green, or blue and white. Mm. And that also included Santa Claus's signature outfit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 1931 that a particular brand's ad campaign really pushed the red and green and rotund images of Christmas that we know today. Mm. Uh, a lady named Ariel Ekstut, uh, the co-author of a book called The Secret Language of Color, told NPR, quote, Coca-Cola hired an artist to create a Santa Claus. Oh yeah, They had done this before, 
But this particular artist created a Santa Claus that we associate with the Santa Claus today in many ways. He was fat and jolly, whereas before he was often thin and elf-like. And now he had red robes. And so the fact that these things came together, this friendly, fat Santa Claus uh, in these bright red robes, which I don't think is a coincidence, matched the color of the Coke logo. Hmm. This really took hold in American culture. Unquote. So the juxtaposition of a plump, red-coated Santa Claus in front of a hunter green backdrop popularized the combination. Extet says, noting, quote, it solidified in our collective imaginations the red of Santa's robes with the green of fir trees and holly and poinsettia that we already had in our minds. This particular combination of red and green came to signify Christmas. So there you Interesting. have it. There you go. Yeah. So it really so started it- off with the holly evergreen and red properties is what it was originally. And then the poinsettia comes in and everything else. Yeah. So essentially what Coke did was, uh, and I I just find that fascinating how such a, such a, a driving cultural, you know, part of our zeitgeist, if you will, the red and green and, and the big fat Santa Claus with the red, you know, red and white outfit that, those specific images came from a Coca-Cola ad in the thirties. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't <laughs> it, it amazing what marketing does? It just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it really is. So I appreciate you sharing that. That is fascinating to me. And by the way, that's yeah. why I still have my red and green lights behind me. If you're watching on YouTube, because it's like, Hey, we were going to talk about the colors and why not? I still got my uh, decorations, dude. It's January 7th, right? Yeah. So we're if, stretching it out guys. Well, you know, what's interesting is that this is kind of a big deal is, is you, know, you talk about the 12 days of Christmas and this is, that would be another interesting origin where you have really not done, but the, the next first year, next year, I'll write, I'll write yeah. it out for next year. That's a good one. The first day of Christmas is Christmas day, December 25th. And so you go 12 days out and you land on December 6th, which is what people yeah, call uh, the epiphany and people go January 6th what i meant january 6th you right. go to january 6th and that's the epiphany and it's just kind of like oh that's the end of the 12 days of christmas there's a lot of significance surrounding all of that so huh. theoretically you know like we've got some friends that say december 26th that morning the lights are down the tree is down the decorations <laughs> are put away christmas is over period bah, and i mean I, yeah and granted you know that's that's cool. That's their thing. I, I can't live like that. Like I'm all about, dude, I'm leaving the deck. I put, it's a lot of work to put the lights and the decorations up. I'm leaving <laughs> them up through January. Give me a break, but then I'll take everything right. down, but there's it's nothing winter, wrong you know? with celebrating Christmas through January 6th. Why not? You know? So if some right. of you are just like, man, I'm sad. It's over. Good news. The 12 days of Christmas starts on Christmas day. Hey, fun Yay. fact from the real Brian. There you go. We'll talk about that next year though. That'll be fun. But we have some fun origins coming up because I, I, you know, you and I both keep thinking of all these things and I'm like, Ooh, that's a good, I don't know where that came from or what, it, why, you know, that'll be fun. So, and I write them tuned. all down and it's never ending. And, yeah. and please listeners send us origins that you want to hear an origin about and, and, and try to stop yourself from looking it up on your own so I can yeah. do it for you. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. All right. So what's on our honk list, man? Well, oh. first of all, the Witcher season two, um, I know you you still haven't gotten through season one quite yet, and that's <laughs> yeah, okay. I really want to rewatch season one before I start season two, to be honest. Definitely. But I, so yeah, Definitely. You, this is all you. So I decided to go back and rewatch what I hadn't seen on season one and then finish it. And I did that, you know, throughout December and stuff. And finally I was like, okay, it makes sense to me now. I didn't really understand what was going on, but now I get it. So season two, so far so good. It's not super. Here's the thing. I really, really love the story between Siri and Geralt. Amazing. The Witcher, by the way. Okay. It's a great story. I'm glad they're finally developing it. For whatever reason, I'm really drawn to what's going on, you know, in that storyline. 
And then there's another storyline with uh, they bring elves into the picture, which is kind of cool. I don't really yeah, know a, a whole lot of what's going on with that. It, it's it. I don't know. And then there's the story with all, you know, the mages and stuff. And um, weren't there elves in the first season? There might have been. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like there were. But go ahead. Anyway, but there wasn't much of a story with them. And so those are the three main storylines right now. Syrian Geralt, the elves, and then the mages. And the mages okay. and the elves are starting to come together. I'm not quite as interested in the whole mages and elves storyline. It's a little more political and uh, whatever, but the Siri Geralt story is really good. I mean, that's, that's more like what season one was a little bit more based on, uh, or at least the stuff I enjoyed. But what's really interesting to me is how different Siri is not only how different she looks. Granted, what has it been two years? I want to say since they recorded, well, it was 2019 is when it came out. So whenever they actually filmed it. So, you know, she, she's not like, what is she? 19 or 20 or well, something she, like that in, in real life. I don't well, know. Yeah. What was she uh, in, in season one? She was in her mid teens. I think I think she was supposed herself. to be like 14 or something in the show, but she was like, or maybe she was older, but I think she was an older or actress playing a younger. Well, that's person. pretty much what they all do. Whatever point is she's two or three years older now. So obviously some changes would occur. Some changes would occur, but I mean, she really looks different. It's very interesting, hmm. but she's also acting really different. And I'm like, okay, did we miss something about, you know, her, her personality and kind of uncertainty in the first season to her, where she is today? Did we miss anything? I don't know. So I don't know if there's a reason behind it or if they're going to explain it, but it did feel kind of like she's kind of a different character. I'm not sure what's going on yet, but anyway, huh. I still like it. We'll see. It's worth watching. All right. Now I'm going to, I'm going to jump into this one though, because we, so we talked about this. Now that I have more time, we're going to be doing more spoilery review videos by the way this will not be on the audio podcast we will be doing this only on youtube where we're going to talk about movies and tv shows that we just have to talk about sometimes it's like like i just said with uh, the witcher i don't need to do a spoilery review video on it i don't personally now the book of boba fett on the other hand we might want to you know the matrix resurrections we might want to so there's a, there are some shows and movies that we're going to be like, we got to talk about this and we can't talk about enough on the show because on Fridays, we're trying to keep it non-spoilery, more of, of course, a recommendation yeah. and less of a review. So right. that being said, we are going to be doing additional content on video only starting soon, by the way. And one of the questions I have, because this, we have to kind of consider the time that goes into this easy to do for a movie, but what about a TV show? Do you want us to review Hey, you know, we'll do the book of Boba Fett when all of the episodes are out. We'll just do one spoilery deep dive review. Or do you want us to be doing episode by episode? And by the way, yes, that's a lot of work, but just tell us what you want and we'll see what happens. How about that? Yeah, I'd like to know. So in the meantime, though, let's give us uh, let's give our, our thoughts on the book of Boba Fett, some non spoilery recommendations. What do you think, Captain? So we only saw, I only saw one episode so far and I thought, you know, you know, me and star Wars, I'm pretty picky about it. I thought the first episode was great. Um, just like I thought the first episode of Mandalorian was great. Yeah. So, I mean, since this is Disney and star Wars, we're talking about, I'm definitely on edge about the remainder of the series. Uh, hopefully they'll have more good slash great episodes throughout the season. Like than Mandalorian did. I thought Mandalorian was just a roller coaster of good and bad. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And so, the great news is I think Boba Fett starts out really good personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very old school Star Warsy. Yeah, um, it really was. And I, I, I had very few complaints about details in that episode. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a promising start. I, I'm crossing my fingers that they continue that, that role. So love it, man. 
I liked it as well. And I'm, I'm going to try to be non-spoilery as well, but I agreed uh, that it was fun. Um, I wasn't blown away, nah. but I really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun with it. And I thought the episode was a good, strong episode. Now, once again, the music's weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same composer to the Mandalorian. It might be, or I don't know, but it's just one of those like, Oh, I don't know. I just, I'm not into this kind of style of music. So it kind of distracted me a little bit, but whatever. Boba Fett had, I mean, what, 15, 20 minutes of actual screen time in the entire Star Wars canon as far as if the, that. yeah, if that. So he, he's not a main character. A lot of people, for whatever reason, really, really loved his whole, you know, the idea behind him and created all this fan stuff and everything else. And so I know that there are a lot of fans out there that have imagined what Boba Fett's story would be. And, and there have been some books with it, too. And so I know there's a lot of expectations with certain fans. And because they're not the ones writing the show. Every one of them are going to be disappointed because it wasn't their idea. If you know what I mean? Now, for those of us who have not imagined what Boba Fett's story would be like, you know, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But I guess I wanted to say that is don't go in with expectations because Hey, just let John Favreau and Dave Filoni tell the story and see what you think. And hopefully you like it because I enjoyed it. I'm not going in with expectations. I'm going in to be entertained and have a good time with another Star Wars because I love Star Wars. Yes, there's a lot of hate out there as far as reviews go, but there's also a lot of positive reviews too. So it's really going to depend on how you take it, but I really hope you enjoy it. It was fun and it's only been one episode. And like I said, I want to go into more detail at some point. So maybe we'll do some review stuff and kind of see what we can do. And as you know, additional episodes come out, we'll talk about it because there are some other things that I would love to talk about that I I don't want to talk about because that will spoil Right. Cobra Kai, man. Season four is out uh, uh, and the whole thing is out. You've watched seven episodes. I think I've, I've only watched one yeah. right now, so we're doing what we can, but man, what'd you think? What'd you think? Those first seven episodes are typical Cobra Kai awesomeness. Uh, it's, it's just more of the same of what we loved from the first three seasons is, is all it is. And that includes the emotional roller coaster that the different characters go through that. <laughs> like I, I was telling you off, off, I was telling you while we were gaming at one point, Cobra Kai does the best job that I've seen of a show of a modern show with throwing gray area at you. Yeah, they really do. There's, it's not a polarized, there's no polarization necessarily there. All all the good guys have bad sides. All the bad guys have good sides. You don't, I mean, one minute you're rooting for the good guys. And then the next minute, a good guy, what you think is a good guy will do something horribly stupid to like poke the bear on, on one of the quote unquote bad guys who really aren't yeah. bad guys at all. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just every episode is full of these, <laughs> these plot twists and, and something happens where you're like, yeah. no, don't say that to her. Or yeah. it's just, it, it's really engaging like that. And I love, I really appreciate the gray areas. People get easily um, offended in the show. They do. Yeah, they <laughs> really do. Actually. It's kind of funny. But how that's kind of, that's kind of realistic. So I mean, it is. That's the thing. Like, yeah, everything that I've been dealing with in real life is people getting easily offended. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, granted, (laughs) even I get easily offended and I'm like, I I catch myself and I go, dude, Brian, stop this. This really. So it it is, it happens. It's human. You know, but it's a really fun show. I I can't say that enough. It's a fun show. What's interesting too, is you and I were talking again while we were gaming. This is what I'm saying. We got to record this stuff, man. And I was saying that there were quite a few of us that actually kind of thought, wait a minute. You know, we always went along saying Daniel LaRusso is the, he's the hero. He's a protagonist. Of course, Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai, they're the evil villains, you know? And then somewhere along the line, there was a group of people that started saying, 
were they really? Or was Cobra Kai and Johnny really, maybe he was the bull lead and Daniel was the bully. And it was just kind of like, oh, that's a fascinating thought. You know, maybe it's true. And obviously that's kind of what spawned this whole show. Right. And, because you know, at the very beginning of season one, they kind of go into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you quickly see that Johnny was not, that Johnny may have been as much a victim yeah. in some, in some regards as Daniel was. And yeah, so and, and you realize right girlfriend. away that he wasn't, yeah, that he was. Yeah, exactly. So what was interesting though, is that clearly Johnny was bullying Daniel. Clearly crease was bullying Daniel and other things like that, but that just goes yeah, Johnny. Dude, dude, this is actually like the perfect episode to be talking about this because you think about perspective there. Johnny's right. perspective was that Daniel bullied him and it's kind of like, yeah, but you bullied him too. Like, do you guys realize? And that's the thing. Like if you actually think about this, this is so true to humans. Most of us don't have very good self-awareness. Let's be honest. We don't right. actually realize that we're the one causing the problems. We think that we're always the one that's the victim. We don't, we never think past that. I mean, always is a strong word, but I hear what you're trying to it's, say. It's very common, man. I can't like, again, I think of all it these conversations common, yeah. that I'm having right now and every single conversation that I've had, the other person's a victim. And I'm like, you you've contributed to this too and regard yeah maybe you maybe i've contributed maybe i've done some things that create some victim mentality but you're not 100 percent the victim you're not 100 percent innocent but they just don't get it no matter right. what so i think self-awareness is um man it's it's lacking that's another thing maybe this should be the year yeah. of healthy perspective and self-awareness <laughs> yeah i like that that's maybe a because it's a, yes. you can't really have a healthy perspective if you don't have self-awareness exactly truthfully yeah. I like that. Let's do that because where, this show self awareness self awareness is begat from a healthy perspective, or vice versa. It, it, it's probably I mean, both. They kind of come together. Yeah, but yeah, you think they, about yeah. Cobra Kai, and it is it's a classic tale of people who have a lack of self awareness and a lack of healthy perspective, and we get great entertainment. Yeah, but when we're the ones that are receiving it, you know that that behavior and all that, that's not very fun to go through. I mean, I yeah, I was, was kind of doing like a little bit of a, a season three rewatch in the background, you know, while I'm doing other things, and I just remember that episode with Samantha, Samantha Larusso, you know, where oh. she got, you know, at the end of season two, she gets swiped by um, Tori with whatever that claw thing she had, you know, and oh, then they're yeah. in that laser tag arena or whatever that was, and you know, <laughs> Samantha like crouches down and starts crying. And I'm like, you really feel for her in that moment, like the kind of terror and pain and all that that she's going through. And also like when Dimitri gets his arm broken, you know, by Hawk. And it's just like, right. And you really feel for that. And, and it's just like, regardless of the perspective and everything else, there is, there are those moments, you know, where it's just, it really hurts. So I love the movie. Well, and, and those, the moments, those moments are with all the different characters too. I mean, exactly. like even the, like with Tori, you, you see where she's coming from and how the whole harder life really is. Do. And I can't get over in this, in this new season, how, how strong of a person she is in spite of all these things happening in her life. She keeps getting back up and moving forward and it's really yeah. impressive. Yeah. So all sorts of stuff like that. I think, I think what Cobra Cat does the best and why it's most beneficial to us to watch is that it, it forces us to see, to put ourselves in other in different people's shoes. Mm-hmm. And because it exposes the, the uh, you know, the strengths and vulnerabilities of all the different characters, regardless mm-hmm. of who they are, even Chris. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. You feel for him, too. And then you're like, but it doesn't excuse his attitude or his his actions. But still. And it goes so it goes completely against the paradigm we're all used to of, you know, the light versus the dark, the good guys mm-hmm. versus the bad guys. You, you know, the, the, the polarization of a given 
you, you know, we're all, you, we grew up watching shows that where you had a good guys and you had antagonists and protagonists mm-hmm. uh, or vice versa. But this is, this is very, goes against that grain. And I really appreciate that. So it's a hundred percent realistic with what we as humans face. And that's what I right. love. And also I think the right. character development in this show is some of the best character development I've ever seen, yeah. especially in shows today. You know, like I want to talk about wheel of time. We're probably going to have to skip that till next week and all, but yeah. that was a show that did not have enough character development. Cobra Kai, on the other hand, I got to know the characters within the couple first couple of episodes. So, and, yeah. and they were shorter episodes. That's the other thing that's hilarious. So Cobra yeah. Kai has really done an amazing job. They've, they've done fan service. They've hit all sides of fan service. They've developed characters. They've created very realistic characters and realistic situations that we can all relate to somehow. Yeah. Um, they create a lot of good tension. I mean, it's an amazing show in so many ways. I'm just blown away by it. By the way, it's possible that there's a season five coming. I'm not sure. I, I thought season four was a wrap. We're going we're gonna to see because I'm yeah. not entirely sure. But here's something interesting. In this season, this is not really much of a spoiler because if you watch the trailer for it, you're going to see this. They're tying in Karate Kid 3. You know, last season they tied in Karate Kid 2. Yeah. And I'm curious because there was another Karate Kid movie that was made. It's kind of like the Indiana Jones four movie kind of thing, right. but it had Very Hillary much like the Indiana Jones four. Yeah. It had Hillary Swank in it, which I like her, um, but it was called the next karate kid. Mr. Miyagi taught her and it was, it was a cheesy movie. It really was not very good. I actually no. still kind of enjoyed it because it's just a fun watch, but it's not a good movie, but I'm wondering, well, would season five kind of tie that in? That could be kind of cool. Bring Hillary Except Swank in. Wouldn't new. that be awesome? Yeah, totally. I like that. All right. Well, we're going to talk about this stuff next week. Expanse season six. You're almost done with it. I think, well, no, you're halfway through it. I'm, I'm going through, I'm, I'm trudging through it. Uh, it's yeah. not done yet. It's still airing. So wheel of time is done. Of course, we've both finished it. I want to talk about that next yeah. week as well. We'll give you our recommendations. Hawkeye season one, same thing. And we're going to have to skip the Matrix Resurrections right now because, man, we're going long. So we'll talk about Matrix Resurrections next week. Again, more non-spoilery, just a recommendation. But I think we're going to actually review that one as a separate video. And uh, I don't know if we need to review Wheel of Time, but maybe. Maybe we'll bring in one of our other friends that absolutely hated the show, but it's a huge book fan because that could be kind (laughs) of an interesting discussion. I know know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that. I don't know yet, but um, I love talking about the stuff we're watching. And like I said, we watched a lot. I had some time off, so I did. But uh, we're going to have to save it for next week already, man. This is just crazy. We've had so much to talk about, but That's thank okay. you. That's thank awesome. you. We have half our next week ready for it. I know this is exciting. Notes. Keep watching on YouTube. If you're not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please like the video. If you like the video, like if you actually like what we're doing, please like the video and leave a comment because this is how YouTube works. If you like it and leave a comment, YouTube goes, Hey, look, this is cool. Watching is great, but more engagement kind of helps. So appreciate that. Right. Subscribe, click the bell. And of course, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, do that. And I mentioned earlier, please, please consider subscribing. Please consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Will Brian Show. That'd be really, really helpful right now with all the new stuff that's coming and that we're bringing. We're going to have a good time with that. And of course, using the Amazon link, if you shop on Amazon, that would be really amazing. Realbrianshow.com, of course, just has all of those links too, if you want to go to the website directly. But if you're on YouTube, everything is below in the description. If you are listening on the podcast, there's all kinds of links in the show notes for that too. So, so many things going on. We'll be back next week. I've also got some interviews coming. I'm really excited about. We're starting to get those back into play. Hopefully some great encouragement. Let's make 2022 an amazing year for all of us. Let's do this. Let's move forward. Let's make this the year of perspective and self-awareness. I really like it. 
Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If red and green are last month's colors, I think black and blue should be the colors of the new year. At least, that's what I'm covered with since Santa beat the crap out of me for trying to sit on his lap at the mall. Well, you know what the music means. Thank you for joining us. I, I used to think I knew what the music means. I don't know anymore don't know either. I, I tried to know. sit on Santa's lap at the mall too. And then, yeah, I know that. I know I'll that's what the music that means for that. But hey, yeah. thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate it. Have a glorious week, really. And uh, hey, make it great. We're going to make you great. Let's make TRBS great. Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.